was, frankly, and to get to the point and not beat around the Watsit, a snogging situation. Thirty seconds later. In fact, it was defo number four and about to be number five. Four seconds later. Anyway, shut up, brain. I must think. Now is not the time for a rambling trip to Ramble Land. Now is the time to put my foot down with a firm hand and stop snogging my knocked boyfriend Dave the Laugh. One minute later. I mean... I'm practically married to Massimo, the love god. Ten seconds later. Well, give or take him actually asking me to marry him. Five seconds later. And the fact that he's gone off to Pizza Gogo land on holiday and left me here in merry but dangerous England to fend for myself. Being made to go on stupid school camping trips with madmen. Miss Wilson and Herr Kamaya. He's left me here, wandering around defenceless in the wilderness near Ramsgate, miles away from the nearest top shop. Three seconds later. And how can I help it if Dave the Laugh burrows into my tent? Because that is more or less what happened. That is le fact. I was snuggling down under some bit of old raincoat, or sleeping bag, as Jazz would say in her annoying, ooh, isn't it fun outdoors, sort of way. Anyway, where was I? Oh yeah, I was snuggling down earlier tonight after an action-packed day of newt drawing when there was a tap-tap-tapping on the side of the tent. I thought it might have been an owl attack, but it was Dave the Laugh and his balmy army, Tom, Declan, Sven and Edward, enticing us into their tent with promises of snacks and light entertainment. Four seconds later. I blame Dave entirely for this. He and I are just mates, and I have a boyfriend, and he has a girlfriend, and that is that. End of story. Not. Because then he comes to the countryside looking for me and waving his horn about. We were frolicking around in the lad's tent, and Dave and me went off for an innocent walk in the woods, you know, like old matey-type mates do. But then, I put my foot down a bloody badger hole or something and fell backwards into the river. Anyway, Dave was laughing like a loon for a bit, before he reached down and put his arms around me to lift me up the riverbank. And I said, I think I may have broken my bottom. And he was really smiling, and then he said, Oh, bugger it, it has to be done. And he snogged me. When he stopped, I pushed him backwards and looked at him. I was giving him my worst look. He said, what? I said, you know what? Don't just say what like that. Like what? I said with enormous dignitosity. Look, you enticed me with your shenanigans and, um, puckering stuff. He said, um, I think you'll find that you agreed to come to my tent in the middle of the night to steal me from my girlfriend. I said, it was you that snogged me. He looked at me and then he sighed. Yeah, I know. I don't feel very good about this. I'm not so... Well, you're used to it. My head nearly exploded. I'm used to what? He looked quite angry, which felt horrible. I'd seen him angry with me before and I didn't usually like what he had to say. He went on. You started all this sounding the horn business ages ago, using me like a decoy duck and then going out with Robbie, then messing about with me and then going out with Massimo, and then telling me that you felt mixed up. I just looked at him. I felt a bit weepy, actually. I might as well be wet at both ends. My eyes filled with tears and I blinked them away, and he just kept on looking at me. I couldn't tell what he was thinking. Maybe he'd had enough of me and he really hated me. Then he just walked away and I was left alone alone to face the dark woods of my shamenosity and the tutting of baby Jesus. Ten seconds later, and I didn't even know which way the tent was. The trees looked scary, and there was all sorts of snuffling going on. Maybe it was rogue pigs. 
pigs who'd had enough of the farm life, fed up with just bits of old potato peelings to eat and nowhere to poo in privacy. Maybe these ones wanted to change a menu and had made a bid for freedom by scaling the pig pen fence late at night. Or perhaps they were like the prisoners of war in that old film that Farty's always rambling on about, The Great Escape, when the prisoners dug a tunnel under the prison fence. That's what these pigs must have done. Tunneled out of the farm to freedom. There was more snuffling. Yes, but now they were hungry. Runaways from the farm just waiting to pounce on some food. If they found me, they would think of me like I thought of them, as some chops. Some chops in a skirt. In sopping knickers in my case. Out here in the wild woods, the trotter was on the other foot. I could climb up a tree. Could they climb trees? Could I climb trees? Oh God, not death by pig. The scuffling got nearer, and then a little black thing scampered out of the undergrowth. It was a vole. How much noise can one stupid little mousy thing make?